It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And you? You're <laughs> laughing? <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 665 of Locked on Raptors for Wednesday, February the 19th. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked on Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked on Podcast Network, where we have team-focused shows covering just about every single team in pro sports, as well as the Power NCAA Conferences. If you like a team, there's almost guaranteed to be a locked on show covering that team daily with a local perspective from someone who is basted in the team every single day that sounds gross but it's true please make sure you're subscribing to rating and reviewing all of the shows that you want to support it is very much appreciated when you do that and it helps us in the rankings and all that good stuff so go ahead and do that all right on today's show we're continuing the conversation with myself and katie heindel from yesterday where we ended up speaking spending an hour talking about the All-Star game, and I figured why not cut it into two parts because there's nothing going on right now with the Raptors as they are on the All-Star break. Still a couple days until they are back in action on Friday against the Phoenix Suns, so uh, we're going to draw this bad boy out as long as possible, and we get into talking about the All-Star game, and in particular... Kyle Lowry and the absolute joy with which he played the All-Star game and in part saved the All-Star game and changed the sort of feeling around it into making it something unlike anything else I think I've ever seen or anyone's ever seen in an All-Star game before and Kyle Lowry in many ways was the progenerator of that. So we'll get to part two of the conversation with myself and Katie now. Thursday I'll probably try to see what Big V's up to. We'll check in with Vivek and uh, then probably skip Friday and then have an episode Saturday morning in response to the Suns game is uh, likely how I think this will play out but we'll see. I'll keep you posted as we go throughout the week as uh, things transpire. Maybe there'll be some news and developments out of Thursday with the Raptors in practice and all that stuff, so we'll keep you posted there. Um, But yeah, let's get to it now. Myself, Katie Heindel, part two of our chat about the All-Star game. Here you go. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the All-Star game Mm -hmm. was great. I watched it on PVR yesterday because I was... uh, out at Second City on Sunday night. That was pretty fun. Uh, highly recommend going to Second City. It kicks ass. Also in Chicago too. Go there. Um, but no, the um, just I'm the Chicago tourism guy. Eat hot dogs and go to Second City. I'm very I'm, I'm a normie traveler. Uh, but the All Star Game. I watched it yesterday on PVR. It was very fun. 
Uh, the fourth quarter was unlike anything I think I've ever seen before in an all-star game in anything, the like level of like schoolyard intensity that took over. It wasn't even like NBA game intensity where it's like, okay, this is a game in January that no one really, really cares about, even though it's close. Like it really felt like a do or die shirts versus skins, Christy Pitts park run that I was watching unfold. And it was so, so compelling. And in large part, it was due to our prince, Kyle Lowry, who took two charges in the All-Star game. And that's going to go down as like one of his greatest exploits that should be like in his Hall of Fame paragraph whenever he gets like a plaque. <laughs> took two tar- charges in the All-Star Maybe saved the All-Star game by introducing intensity to it. Uh, closing for Nick Nurse. Um, you could talk about Kyle. You could talk about Pascal, who was a little bit more of a passenger in the game. Although he did close in crunch time because... Uh, you know, you can complain it all you, about it all you want, Jimmy Butler fans. Uh, you, maybe your coach should have been better than the Raptors coach and gotten to coach the All-Star game, and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo would, would have played. Um, that's my response <laughs> to that. Uh, we don't need to go further on that. So Kyle and Pascal, Nick Nurse, all of it, what were your sort of biggest takes takeaways from the All-Star game, both from a Raptors perspective and a more general sense? Well, I just love that they were all doing, they all continue to like do their jobs. Like they didn't, they weren't really <laughs> like, oh, this is an all-star game. Like this is a chance for uh, like us to take it easy or anything like that. Like Nick Nurse was truly coaching. I can't say, you know, at some of the timeouts, I know not all the guys were paying attention, <laughs> but <laughs> they like, he had like plays drawn up. He was thinking about what to do. Um, he was extremely like, he was getting into it I was a little upset. He didn't use his coach's challenge first, but he did save it for like the perfect time. I thought, um, Siakam, Siakam, I thought looked good. I think he was a little bit, um, like I liked that he was in the mix, but he seemed maybe a bit nervous to start. Um, like he was missing a couple lobs, like it happened a few times. They'd kind of get tossed up to him and he'd sort of miss, like mistimed the dunk. Which is like not a big deal because it's like, it's one, not a big deal. But then it's also like, I mean, I'm also saying this as someone who could never dunk in my whole life, but no <laughs> one is there to obstruct you. So I guess it's just a matter of timing because no one was playing defense for at least the first quarter, I will say. Um, and that was kind of like the funny and nice thing about it, like, is that it, it eventually just felt like such a surprise. It was like everybody tricked everyone watching because at first you're like, yeah, like I know what to expect like in that first quarter. Uh, and then in the second quarter, it was just like, no, I don't like, this is amazing. Just like the level of competition, the energy was up just like it, it was really cool. Like I, I never seen so many people extremely engaged, like everybody in media row who can become quite like disenchanted (laughs) and uninterested (laughs) was super involved. Like the arena was super involved. Like fans were screaming, fans were on their feet. Players were obviously super involved. They were also happy about it. Um, and yeah, Kyle Lowry, probably the epitome of what, of like, I would say like kind of the, the, the game, the new format of the game personified in a player. Um, yeah, just by like, how much he gave a shit and also how much like maniacal fun he was having about it. You know, like when the, he, the, when oh, he man. took those charges and the react, like to end him lying on the floor, just like grinning when he's getting picked up and like looking devilishly at like James Harden, who was actually mad. Like there was this, I don't know if you saw it, but they were showing it on a replay in the arena 
when Harden's walking away, like at first he's like legit upset. Like he's kind of fuming a bit. And then he kind of <laughs> swings his fist in this like, gosh, darn it. <laughs> like <laughs> that wascally wabbit <laughs> frustration. And then like a smile sort of broke his face. Cause I think he realized like, what the, like, oh my God. But dudes were like, like LeBron was getting extremely heated at Kyle Lowry, which was amazing to see. <laughs> Like he was really just like, he was like blowing smoke at him and, and he knew it and they were like not prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, the point at Kawhi when he takes the first charge, oh my first of all, he took a charge on LeBron. That was like the one that was missed. That was, I think most clearly actually a charge. The other two were kind of suspect to me. Um, the one on LeBron that did not get called. Uh, and I guess got the, the referees wise as to what Kyle was going to be up to for the remainder of the game. Um, <laughs> was like very much a full-on charge but yeah the point at Kawhi and, and like Kawhi is just like resignation and just like flipping the ball away like fucking Kyle like <laughs> god damn it oh it was just so satisfying oh I, I've watched the clip a dozen times I want to there's not really much in the way of like highlights of Kawhi's reaction outside of just that initial flip um but man like the and just, like, the excitement of the entire team as well. I mean, that speaks to, I think, Kyle Lowry as a teammate also, right? And just, oh, like, how 100%. funny he is to play with. Like, I think that, so. that team was thrilled about what Kyle was doing. Um, and, like, God, just so fun. And, the, and then the one on Harden to, like, take away the game-winning shot and ruin what, what was supposed to be, like, the point of the Elam ending, which well, is, oh, yeah. 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 Giannis, and, like, and, and, like Giannis's him, team yeah. did that so many times, right? Like with Lowry, with <laughs> Nick Nurse's challenge, like, and it was just like frustrating LeBron's team to no end. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Kyle Lowry epitomized, as you said, and uh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. There were some uh, sour pusses on the internet who did not appreciate it for some reason. Uh, after decades of complaining about nobody trying in the All-Star game, as soon, as soon as somebody takes a charge, it's, why is Kyle Lowry even in the All-Star game? Uh, and really, this is like one prominent Twitter account who said this, who was then uh, attacked Good. summarily by Raptors Internet, and then again Good. attacked today when he called Canadians <laughs> soft and had it with an inferiority complex. Uh, we're talking about Dragonfly Jones, of course. Um, you know, whatever. Who cares what anyone thinks uh if you don't get it with kyle larry you're missing out and you never will get it i guess and the best part i mean yeah. one of the best parts was like in the post in his post game uh which he like had both his kids on his lap for <laughs> he yep. was just like yeah i'm zero for six for games. <laughs> um because like for him and he's just and he said too um, like on his Instagram, uh, like after the weekend, he was like, this is the best, like, this is the best all-star weekend I've ever like been a part of. Um, yeah. And like you, I saw that. Cause the game was tailored to his oh, strengths for the first time. For ever. sure. <laughs> well, more than that, just like, I think it meant so much to him that Pascal was there and like they were yeah. the way they were kind of vibing in their like media days, uh, like a couple, like when he kind of broke up his to like scream over at Pascal that like you better. Like I'm betting on you. Like I just told these guys you're gonna win the the contest, so you like better you better <laughs> win the skills challenge. Uh, and just like you know how like how friendly he is with like dudes. Like everybody loves Kyle Lowry, so I don't understand like even more than I didn't before. Like people that don't get Lowry, I just don't understand the way they watch or like 
basketball because like Kyle Larry is your your favorite basketball players like not just favorite basketball player but like favorite guy in the NBA. Yeah, and also I mean I know you don't like Chris Paul, but I was happy to see Chris no, Paul. No, Chris kind Paul of grew on me. Thing. Chris Paul grew on yeah. me. I have to say by virtue of the All Star game. <laughs> yeah, because it, like it's the same deal, right? I mean he's but, been but always by virtue a little bit more of Kyle a Lowry. player. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I think it was. I, God, I can't remember. I think it might have been Matt Schantz or Samson Folk who took a screen cap and it was almost uh it was like chris paul pointing at kyle lowry and kyle lowry almost lifting his hand up to point and it was almost the spider-man meme that we've always <laughs> wanted from a basketball game it would have been perfect it was almost there but yeah like chris paul getting to do the lowry thing and close out the game is sort of like the sage old head guy um was really cool as well and he was great in that game too and uh shout out to the old six foot point guards who have entirely bucked the trend that we expect old six foot thirty something point guards to uh, to follow, and I, like I don't know, with the way Kyle played in this game, I feel like he worked on his case with the coaches for next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everyone's gonna want that guy on their team next season. Like he's gonna defend his ass off, play all NBA defense in an All Star game, take charges, be a, a maniac. I mean, and, like he stirred uh, it up. I don't see why you wouldn't want that. Like he stirred it up. It wouldn't yeah. have been like it wouldn't have been that schoolyard, like you said, if it wasn't for Lowry. Um, and like that, that's what like made it so fun. You know, it was yeah. just like, it was, it was unpredictable. And that's like not something you'd really ever say about an all-star game before. Totally. I mean, the, the, the Elam ending thing was awesome. And I, I think it was locked on Nuggets host Adam Mares today who said that he is fully on board with the NBA adopting an Elam ending of 10 points for overtime, which I think would be awesome. Um, you know, obviously they'll have to workshop it a little bit, maybe try some stuff out in the G League. I don't know if they'll ever do it for like regular season games mm-hmm. per se, but overtime, I think it definitely makes sense because uh, dirty little secret about the NBA is that overtime sucks and never lives up to the end of a close game in the fourth quarter ever. And I think if you gave a target score to play to in overtime, that wouldn't take forever to get to. Uh, I think that would be the way to go. But that's besides the point. We can have that argument another day. Unless you want to have it now. I don't know that. Like, how did you like how the ending worked? <laughs> Even with the free throw like i don't know i forgot i turned yeah. this into a two-parter we got time to go um yeah like, the, the the free throw yeah i mean it was funny because like some guys were like yeah i didn't really like it like um maybe we could workshop that but they were all like it was also the first time this happened so like how could anyone have known you know um yeah. i mean like anthony davis who took who took the winning shot was like whatever like we won <laughs> so he was yeah. okay with it but no i think like that that will i will say like after the energy had just like skyrocketed and and like everybody was kind of buzzing um it was sort of an anticlimactic way to end that game for sure so i don't know what you would have to do and by like and by a certain amount of like have to win by two or something i don't know yeah well i was listening to the uh zach low podcast today he had nick elam on the guy who came mm-hmm. up with it for the for the basketball tournament and he made a good point in that, like, yeah, free throws aren't awesome, but guess how games mostly end nowadays when they're close? Uh, it's free throws, always. Yeah. And this would only be, like, a lessened version of that. And also, like, the stakes on the free throws are enormous because, like, in that situation, like they had in that game, like, AD missed the first of the two that he took, and that second one had a lot of pressure on it. If he missed that, like, we laugh and point at him for the rest of time. <laughs> and I honestly cool. thought he I- missed on purpose, because the first one he missed, like, the camera cut to Westbrook. I don't know if you saw this, but Westbrook was, like, falling all over. Like, Westbrook was on the ground laughing, like, at the side <laughs> of the net, like, leaning, like, sitting and leaning back on the 
What do you call it? I don't even know what you call it. The stand? The stanchion? The stand of the, the, the stan- padded stand of the, the basketball Yeah, the stanchion, net. yeah. Stanchion's yeah. a different thing. So whatever that was. No, it's, rest no, it's was, a stanchion. No, a stanchion is a thing that you have at like a, a, a movie premiere or like a crowd control yeah. mo- thing. Where you but have- it's also what that is. Like, look up Paul George stanchion and you get that injury. I'm not going to look it up now, but sure. I'm not saying look it up, but I'm just Call saying. Call it something new. That, that's um. what it is. <laughs> anyway, Westbrook was like down on the ground laughing. So I was yeah. like, but maybe he was just like, this is funny. This is like weird. But I thought like, oh, I thought Davis, if or what a couple of us were saying too, is like maybe he's going to chuck it off the, like chuck it off the glass to keep playing. That would have been, that would have been pretty cool. Something like that. Just to be like, you know, to acknowledge like, wait a sec, like. Yeah, like this game is going, but like in the spirit of the game and like how fun it is, as they all like, as every single player attested to later at their post games, they all said like how much fun it was. It was completely unexpected. They all like enjoyed themselves. Like they were also happy, you know, um, yeah, yeah. which is great. And like that's the proof that you ultimately want. So, I mean, something like that. The, the one thing I will say is at first I was a bit upset that they had the kids from the charity. I don't know if you could see this on TV, but like they had the kids from the charities there. They were sitting at one end of the arena, like divided down the middle, like where the basket was and they were in different color mm. shirts. So I was a bit like, this is crazy because <laughs> the winner, like this seems like heartbreaking because <laughs> they're like <laughs> cheering, like chanting, like team LeBron or team Giannis or like when, the, when one team would get up, they were like losing their minds because they're kids. So I was like, Oh my God, what's going to happen when one loses? Like someone's going to lose. <laughs> so I first I thought it was cruel, but like when they did win, they let all the kids from team LeBron rush the court and like jump around yeah. with the players. Like that was super tight, but obviously that was also extremely sad for the kids that lost. <laughs> Well, I think Giannis tweeted out yesterday that they matched the money anyway for the other charity. That's nice. Which is very cool. That's nice. Um, like the players yeah. did? Like the, yeah, I think the players added another 100000 to match. Yeah. And that's, Kyle retweeted it and whatnot. So. That's not matching, though. I think because LeBron's, di- didn't they win 400 k Oh, yeah, because it carried over from the third yeah. quarter. That's right. So I guess yeah. they got, maybe they did, if they matched, then got it to 400. That's sweet. But even if, I guess if they yeah. did two, 200 k that, I mean, it's it's not nothing. Yeah, no, definitely not. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I think the fact that the conversation coming out of the All-Star game is not, what's wrong with the All-Star game? Which has never, there's never been anything wrong with it. Like, people who are looking for more from the All-Star game than they're ever going to get or thought they could get till this weekend, I think I've always kind of missed the point. It's about, like, I don't know, dudes doing cool dunks and being mic'd up and Shaq having shoes that are a phone. And like, that's what the all-star game is. I, I don't know why you want more out of it because then, but I, I mean, I guess now this is the proof of why people wanted more, I suppose. Um, but either way, like I didn't think it was in need of fixing, but it has been fixed in a very interesting and fun way. And I think it, it rules now mm-hmm. and I hope they keep it. And I don't see why they would go away from it. And I just hope they 
try to work more ways of uh, incorporating the Elam ending into things because it rules. And I think uh, the G League should have it always. <laughs> and maybe the NBA in, all, in overtime would, would, would should do it as well. Um, Katie, I wanted to talk to you about like the Raptors of it all. Uh, very Raptors-y okay. All-Star Weekend. <laughs> you know, lots of... Uh, good clips of tampering go uh follow emma j brown on twitter uh she had a thread all weekend long i think she was calling it interfere with the deer uh <laughs> which is very very good <laughs> stuff uh just all the different interactions between raptors and Giannis. um so go check that out i don't know the i mean you mentioned the sort of kyle and siakam relationship that was on full display that was my favorite part of all of the stuff i took in and i i don't know i had a bit of a a spicy take on the weekend when I thought maybe Kyle and Pascal's relationship seems more real and deep than the Kyle DeMar one ever did to me. Uh, I'm not sure if I believe that or not, but it kind of just, to me, it just sort of speaks to the sort of the, uh, like the mentoring relationship it seems to be between Kyle and Pascal and like a very mutual respect. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit more maternal or maternal, paternal. <laughs> Could be both. And, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's I don't Uh, think it's more or deeper. I think it's just really different, and I think like yeah, it shows us like yeah, yeah. it's like it's definitely shown us I think another side of Lowry we we've not seen yet with players, um, which has been more like either collegial like with guys like kind of at his level or like you know best friends like with DeRozan, but the mentorship way, and I think the genuinely like you know, he like loves Siakam and he's like so proud of him. And it is, it is like a very like paternal, like a paternal relationship. And it's like, it's really cool to watch. Like he, Larry showed up at Pascal's camp. Like I was there on us. What day was that? Friday, (laughs) Friday, um, early afternoon. Larry was just there chilling. Chuck Hayes was also there. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Which was really cool. The Chuck wagon. Um, Oh, I also forgot Did to you say. Send him the link no, to no. Uh, James, our live reading. James oh, was okay. like, "You should go up and tell tell him that you did that." I was like, "I won't, <laughs> I won't." Um, I wrote, I uh, I met uh, Jerome Williams in the lobby of the hotel. Ashley Docking rode the elevator down to meet me with him. <laughs> did he bark at you? He did later because uh, at Rising Stars Media Day, <laughs> I ended up actually asking him about Lowry and Siakam, and just like you know, he he likes them so much. Just like hearing things like what that guy's got to say, like players like that have to say about like this generation of players and how excited they are by them. Like, it's super cool. Um, just like, you know, the he was just talking about like the grit and like the resilience and the way they both play. Um, they're just like super respected. Like every player I talked to, like Rudy Gobert had some amazing, like really wonderful things to say about Siakam. Bam out of bio, like Siakam a lot. <laughs> like Dame, the way like Dame talked about Lowry, like, you know, even like LeBron, like what LeBron said about Siakam too, you know, just like he, these guys are like, I think we, we sometimes lean into it in Toronto of like, we're unknown or whatever, but like the players aren't, you know, like the, they're yeah. like extremely well respected and like well watched uh, by their peers. Um, and that was like super cool to see it from like a more player intensive perspective this weekend, I guess. Cause like nowhere else would you have that many players from different teams in one place at one time. Um, mm-hmm. so like that, that was really cool to just see it through so many, so many like lenses, but that they were all like Raptors specific. Uh, and yeah, like I think like what we said in the all-star game, like 
everyone was so stoked that Kyle Lowry was there. <laughs> <laughs> like that picture, I think could you not be? nothing summarizes it as well as like that picture of all those guys picking Lowry up and Lowry's just like grinning yeah. on the floor and they're all smiling and laughing too. So yeah, it was, uh, it was really nice. Good for the, yeah, good for the Raptors was, uh, weekend. Yeah, definitely. Nice to see Nick Nurse and his staff have some fun with it, too. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't bust it a box in one or something like that at some point, just as a joke. <laughs> they did a full court press, though. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep, yep. They had that in going. Nick Nurse fashion. Yeah. <laughs> We're losing? All right. Bust out the high school playbook. Uh, God, I love Nick Nurse. We had some narcissisms um, in the game, for sure. Yep, yep. Uh yeah, just a great weekend for the Raptors. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Siakam uh, getting to do that camp. And, and yeah, I think like the – you can definitely tell the championship shine that's on these guys now too. Like when people talk about them, like yeah, I think they've, they've always had a healthy respect for Kyle in particular. Um, but I think with them winning the title last season, it just is like amplified because I think that is sort of like the next level stature that guys reach when that happens and they sort of – enter this new sphere of respect that we you know, can't really comprehend until it's there. And now that that's just going to be it forever. Like Kyle Lowry is always a champion and he's always a guy who took two charges in all-star game, which <laughs> still is one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen happen in a basketball game. And it was in an all-star game, like right up there with Kyle Lowry dunking in an all-star game. <laughs> oh, man. Put him in more all-star games is what I'm saying. Seven time all-star Kyle Lowry. One year from today. Just as long That'd as he'll, fun. like, he wants to go, All-Star should have him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, oh, what what a treasure. What an absolute lunatic of a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, all right, Katie, I think that's probably enough on the All-Star weekend and everything that, that went down. Oh. You probably need to still catch up on sleep unless you have something to I did just think of a funny thing. I don't know okay. if they were German or Finnish uh, because they were definitely of an accent like that. This was like during the the like extreme maelstrom of uh, All-Star Media Day but these two dudes came up to me <laughs> And we're, well, they came up to Ashley and I, and they asked us to describe the bulls in one word, but they had thick European accents. <laughs> so I was like, why are these Germans talking about the bulls? The only thing I thought later is like, maybe it's like a Laurie Markkinen thing, in which case it's finished. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I yeah. forget what Ashley said. I think she was like, it, I think she said interesting. And I started to laugh very hard and they turned to me and they were so stern and so austere. <laughs> and they said, and you, you're laughing. What, <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Um, oh. and well, I guess I have the new clip for the start of the podcast. <laughs> I said a challenge, um, and then they stormed away. <laughs> so I hope I get and big you? in Europe. And you, y'all laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so that got me through. Uh, uh, that got me through the weekend and some dark times. That's for sure. <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
Uh, Katie, this was a delight as always. Very good to have you on. And uh, glad we could milk two episodes out of this because there's still no basketball yeah, until Friday. This is great for the break. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have episodes, obviously, throughout the week. I'll probably have Big V on on uh, Thursday, most likely. <laughs> Friday, we'll see. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Somebody. I, I, I hope you just shout Big V anytime I mention him now. Big That'd v. be ideal. <laughs> Big V. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we'll probably have an episode maybe Saturday morning after the Suns game. Uh, Rising so with the sun. game to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. You need to go to sleep <laughs> and then rise with the sun tomorrow and have a fresh start, Katie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You have some great stuff up at Raptors.com that you wrote uh, while you're at All Star, including that piece about everyone respecting Kyle and, and Siakam. Which was that great. was hell to get uh, those anything... quotes, guys. So please read it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Whew. 25 feet back. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Dave. It's what? What do you think of Kyle? It is wild. <laughs> like, that's like, I enjoyed the rush of it by the end, but it's not something I'm in a special hurry to do uh, anytime soon. Um, I also yeah. wrote a recap for every day. Keep, please keep in mind, I wrote those around 1.30 a.m. or so, um, fresh <laughs> off the media bus. So they may not make the most sense a lot of the time, but something about All-Star that I'll let you in on is it doesn't really make that much sense most of the time. Um, what else? Basketball feelings. There's probably going to be yeah. – I wrote something about the dunk contest, but I'm going to have a bigger f- feelings dump about the whole weekend uh, based on like a lot of weird notes I took. So look for that. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dishes and Dimes. We're, they did like an amazing, yes. they did an amazing episode on the all-star on the all-star weekend as well. Um, so, you know, if you haven't listened yet, this could be like such a gentle, we, you just listen to this one. Why not go listen to another one? A gentle transition. <laughs> Based on what I've heard of this episode and a certain rant about one Reggie Miller, I'm a little bit scared. It's not that gentle. Recent, it's true. <laughs> as a recent adopter of the church of Reggie Miller, uh, Led by our friend Corbs, I, uh, I I'm a little bit worried to have my faith in Reggie Miller as the only analyst who likes basketball shaken. But uh, listen to Dishes and Dimes anyway. Mm-hmm. I, you don't have to you know have my baggage attached to you when you're listening to it or not listening to it. Go listen to it. It's great. You uh, you ladies kick ass. Uh, Katie, thank you so much. Thanks, man. This was lovely. Uh, you can find me at Woodley Sean. Subscribe, rate, review. Wherever you get your podcasts, it's uh, much appreciated, not just for this show, but for all of the shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, you can still buy We the Champs if you haven't bought that yet and are looking for a book to relive the uh, nine-month anniversary or eight-month anniversary of the Raptors winning the title. You can pick that up wherever you get your books. Uh, and some fun stuff coming down the pipe in uh, about 11 or 12 days. So I will uh, inform you on that when it's appropriate to inform you on that. And that's all. We're going to wrap this up. We'll be back again on Thursday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.